T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocky can. It's been a fun show so far. This is going to be a fun hour because while most of the sports world is burying the Broncos today, Russell Wilson, Coach Nathaniel Hackett, as if he can get buried more. I mean, that guy's six feet under. It's been that way since the beginning of the season. Here comes Andrew Perloff. To give a sliver of hope to the Broncos. (laughs) By the way, uh, before you start the music, I want to point out one thing. I mentioned last hour that right field home runs don't count at Yankee Stadium. Giancarlo Stanton's home run would have gone out in three ballparks out of 30, according to all the (laughs) metrics, and it was way out of Yankee Stadium's right field porch. Just saying. Uh, Along those lines, why don't you hit the music? Let's talk some Broncos football. Against the grain. All right, I'm going to start with a question. Maggie, would you say it's fair to say that nothing is working for the Denver Broncos? Nothing is working, except for the defense. Except for the defense. So explain to me then, how are they beating the entire game an Indianapolis Colts team who is destined for the playoffs, has a winning record? (laughs) Hey, the records are lie. How are they beating a Los Angeles Chargers team who's also headed to the playoffs the entire game? And they were beating the Sea. They should have beaten the Seahawks if Hackett didn't screw that up. That's true. They should be four and two or five and one. They definitely should have beaten the Colts. That was one of the most creative losses you've ever seen. <laughs> now this yeah. is with nothing from Russell Wilson. You're getting nothing. Can you imagine if you got something? I don't want to get all analytical here, but something is more than nothing. You don't say. So if he figures out how to do anything in this, this is offense, the against the grain. Do something. I'm saying, you've lost four games by 18 points to the last two in overtime, and the coach and the quarterback are not on the same page. Can you imagine if they ever get on the same page? They are even in these games. They should be winning these games with nothing out of Russell Wilson. So if there is something you saw on Monday night that can be sustained and can be successful, if you have that by the end of the season. Just the nature of karma. You're going to start winning these close games, and you're going to rack up some wins. Wow, the nature of karma. Um, you can't lose on bad bounces every single game. 
It's just not going to happen. Yeah, they, but you know what people say, like, uh, you make your own luck, you know? That that idea is that you got to be putting yourself in a position to be lucky. Ask yourself, are the Broncos really in a position to even be lucky? Yes, they should have. They definitely could have won. Indianapolis, they should have won. They could have won last night, and they easily could have been in Seattle they in week one. They had three possessions in overtime and couldn't even get to field goal range. They have a great field goal kicker. I mean, maybe not 64 yards good, but they have a really good field goal kicker. Right, so the Chargers almost muffed the punt, too. Who knows? The Chargers weren't doing anything either. They Basically, someone was going to get a muff punt. Next time, it'll be the Broncos to get the muff punt. <laughs> so if you're getting nothing, look at the schedule that's coming up. The Jets are playing in Mile High. Now, tough place. It's a tough place. The Jets do not have much of an offense. So that plays right into the Broncos' hands. It's going to be a 12 in the final score. It's going <laughs> to yes. come down to the last second. So we were going to test my theory. The week after that, they have Jacksonville in London. By definition, the last play of the game will be a field goal off one of the uprights. Yes. Yeah, so so the question doink. is, Triple doink. will the Broncos field goal go in off the upright or go off? I'm telling you, these bounces are going to change. The Broncos are going to start winning some of these close games. I'm sorry. And Russell Wilson, if he's healthy, if, if he's reasonably healthy, yeah. is going to get better in this offense. I think he's going to learn the offense. Right now, he's... He was your bottom five quarterback. So if he just ups to a bottom 10 quarterback, then you're talking about three wins. <laughs> uh, great logic there. I would just ask yourself this after watching this for six games. What should anyone even continue to learn this offense? What are the odds that anyone from this staff is going to be back next year? I would say not good. And that's justified. That's they, they have been downright terrible. And, whether that's the personnel, whether it's the coaching, whether it's the lack of urgency, like Nathaniel Hackett said yesterday, I don't even know if it's worth it to learn this offense because I bet it's going to be a whole new thing coming in next year. Okay, but focus on this year. You saw yeah. the scripted plays worked out really well. And then I think what happened, too, the defense could not get the charges off the field. It was just... I think they strung together two eight-minute drives. Penalties were destroying them. Well, it so, was a weird stat line yeah. because Herbert threw the ball 57 times. Yeah, and they just – how many first downs did they have? But it felt he, like a million. He threw the ball 57 times for like 230 yards. It's, that should be a 500-yard game. But they kept getting it line. They got 24 first downs compared to the Broncos' 13. Yeah. So Russell's standing there. Russell – at several points of the game, started had to warm up in the middle of a Chargers drive. They just had no chance to get a rhythm. So I, I, I know I'm totally a glass half full on these old quarterbacks, and I have trouble letting go of the idea. But I think there's something there. Now, when I say they're going to be better, I'm not saying playoffs. I'm just saying I think they can climb up to eight or nine wins. Well, that would be salvaging this. But to be that honest, would be good, like, right? That would well, be something. I mean, good, like. Don't you agree that they're most likely make a coaching change? Unless yeah, something yeah. really, even if that they win eight games, eight wins, I would I would agree with you. A coaching change could very well happen. Okay, so like, what are you really? You know, the the better you do, what you're just giving Seattle well, a little a bit of worse pick. You don't have a draft pick, so yeah. there's no reason. Yeah, I mean, you're building a winning culture, even if you have a new coach. And okay. the most important thing is, you're not a laughing stock on Twitter every time you play. I right? don't think that's just on Twitter. I think that's everybody who's watching. You know, well, I, no, no, I mean, you're not a laughing stock to everyone who's watching, right? Yeah. You're not the standalone joke. I think that's important to them. I think that they want to get back to respectability, and I think they can. I honestly think there are elements here and a weak enough schedule that they can start winning some games, and that's huge right now. Forget MVP. Yeah. I no, mean, I'm, if, if they had won last night, we would not be killing Russ right now. 
we'd be like we'd be at least neutral. He had a terrible game against San Francisco. They won eleven to ten. Yeah, nobody was ripping Russ after that. So You're right, the the winning is like the uh, the deodorant. I let, let get the, it. Let the defense and the run game win some stuff for you. Just forget this idea. I'm not saying you, obviously. Yeah. Forget this idea that Russell Wilson is going to be any kind of MVP candidate. Just immediately change your expectations right now. Change everything. Oh. And I think there's something there. Oh, believe me, the expectations have changed. <laughs> the fact that it's like takes a wing. I mean, the fact that it takes it feels like a Herculean effort just to be in these games, let alone try to pull any of them out. To me, it's like the offense is so hard to watch, you know. And listen, there were a few times this happened over the weekend where it was just really difficult for certain teams to just convert on third down. Like when it's third and short, why does it have to get so complicated? Uh. Why, I everyone's mean, in shotgun. It's like you can't. No one seems to run the ball on third and one. Everyone's going for like. There's no one even near the line of scrimmage. Any of your receivers just to try to pick up the like a short yardage and move the chains. Everything is so overcomplicated right now. I mean, I think the fans have one thing right. Quarterback sneak all the time. Oh so my Stop God. with. Did the, anyone watch Tom Brady for 20 years? Yeah. Justin Herbert six six six. He could get it. Uh, well, that although, might be because of his ribs. Yeah, they did get a lot of first downs. They had a, a miraculous number of first downs. Brandon Staley. Well, how many of those were off a penalty? Oh, a lot. But also, too, there were so many. How many times did the Chargers have a have a play where the ball went right to the yellow line and the announcer wasn't sure if it's a first down or not? It felt like every play. They just were not going downfield at all. So, also, Brandon Staley did have some questionable decision-making. But his going for it. That's <laughs> par for the course. I thought some of his going for it on fourth downs were kind of smart. I thought they worked out. And if I was a Broncos fan, I would not have wanted him going forward and forth that. I would have rather seen him try a field goal with the injured kicker. There was a lot of debate. I mean, every time he plays, there's just gigantic analytics debate about whether to go for it or not. It's almost like getting exhausting. It is exhausting, but if you're a fan of the team, you have to be pulling your hair out because... You never know, like, what is the philosophy of this well, team? Well, it's go you know? for it on fourth down. I mean, he's early in the season, he flirted with being normal, but now it's go <laughs> for it on everything. And his kicker was hurt last night, so he had an excuse. His kicker was hurt last night, and they were still asking him to win the game for him. Yeah, yeah, but he he said he didn't try any of the long field goals. He just started going for it around the 40-yard line. Yeah, by the way, and his kicker was awesome. I don't know if a kicker can be a hero like that, but I was getting into that storyline. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Dustin Hopkins, warrior. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I had a, I saw a really funny... played the role. I saw a really funny tweet after Alabama, Tennessee. These five-star recruits, everyone battles for them, and it's such a big deal. Then at the end of the day, the game comes down to some neurobiology major <laughs> who was unrecruited, who played <laughs> soccer in high school, and is now kicking ball. Yeah, right, and who you're asking to make a 50-yarder. Yeah, so... You know? Dustin Hopkins, let's let's give him his moment of glory. Maybe he'll be special teams player of the week. That's something. Yeah, that only you pay attention to. No one else is paying attention to special teams player of the week. I can guarantee you that. Let's quote Bill Belichick, all three phases, Maggie. That's how we win football <laughs> games, all three phases. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Chargers Especially. one for three on, thir- on fourth down last night. Ah, no. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> and that being said, who knows in that, that conference? Is there any rhyme or reason? Every game is going to be super close. The, the Chiefs lost to the Colts. The Chiefs lost to the Colts, but I'm putting that away in some... I'm burying that, like Rex Ryan used to do, bury the football after a bad loss. How about, you the, know? How about the Bills lost to the Dolphins? That was a crazy game. Yeah, I think you can bury it as well. Yeah, I mean, those kind of things are going to happen. You're going to lose in Miami when it's that high. Yeah, you yeah, run yeah. that number of plays. Um, I think, um, 
But I, he, okay. the Chiefs, like that that one loss, I I, I cannot. Here is my also. Point. Did you say that the Colts were definitely a playoff team? Yeah, the Colts and Titans will be in the playoffs. It's it's, it's the way the universe works. Every year, they are going to be at least at least they'll go to Week 18, possibly be in the playoffs. As long as I'm alive, the Colts and the Titans are both going to be. 10 and 7 and vying for the playoffs. Nothing is ever changing in that stupid division. Well, uh, the Colts actually made a little news today. It wasn't the football team. It was the owner. Uh, The owner's meetings are going on right here in New York. And Jim Ursay called out Dan Snyder. There's consideration that he should be removed. You know, we have to complete the investigation. But but to me, um, it's something that I think serious consideration has to be given to the removal, and we have complete authority to do that. All right. Well, I mean, that's an owner coming out, putting their name on it, their face on it, and saying that they think they have the authority or the votes that it would take to remove Dan Snyder as owner. Now, I have a couple questions about this. Number one, is Jim Mercer speaking for the owners here? Is he speaking for himself? Like, did he go rogue here, or did they have conversations about Dan Snyder at the owners' meeting? Jim Ursay go rogue? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That would be so I weird. I know, so out of character. It's more of him to be reasonable and survey the entire field before opening his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Irsay's not even talking for Jim Irsay. Who knows what Jim Irsay is talking well, about? Well, and the other part is he might, I mean, if Snyder's really keeping dossiers on people, I mean, Snyder, or excuse me, uh, Jim Irsay coming to the front to call out Snyder is basically asking for Snyder's private investigators to come come at you. Honestly. There's a lot out there with Jim Irsay. You know, I, I think he's Jim, had quite a life. Yeah, but I think Jim Irsay's, a lot of his laundry has been so exposed. There have been so many stories. Yeah, of, but no, do you want that coming back around? And yeah, even, I, I don't think he cares. All right. I, I mean, mean, easy for us to say, but those are painful memories for some of the stuff that he's been involved in. Yeah, I, I feel Addiction, like... Addiction, stuff like that. I think Irsay, is, it's been so public, you know. I think he got... I, he's been suspended from the NFL at least once, right? I, I think that he's a guy who has made peace with his past. I think he's had to. Yeah. So I think it's the guys who have completely, you know, who we don't know about the dead girlfriends. I think those are the guys that are in trouble, right? <laughs> I mean, Daniel Snyder is definitely threatening... Yeah, definitely. That he's got the dirt. So who was going to be the first owner who was going to step forward and call his bluff? And it looks like that person of all people is Jim Irsay. Irsay makes a lot of sense, though. Like he's well, not. He scared. feels like he has nothing to lose. Irsay's been pretty frank about his personal demons in the past several yeah. years. I mean, he's not hiding the fact that he's an addict. So I think he feels a little safer. It's a guy that we think is upright. Right, and, right. And whatever owner that is who looks like he has a good life and then... Then, has dirty laundry, right? or you could expose an affair. You know, right, right. something as simple as that. It's it's a scary option for the owners. I don't know that they got the votes. What do they do? They need twenty four of thirty two. I think it was twenty four of thirty two yeah. to get him removed. I mean, I I also didn't. I wasn't sure they were actually going to talk about it at this meeting. I wasn't sure if the Dan Snyder yeah. stuff was like on the agenda, so to speak. But I mean, clearly, I read a story this morning saying no Dan Snyder, no roughing the passer, and there was a report that roughing the passer was a an, an, quote unquote an impassioned discussion about roughing the passer. Yeah. I, I mean, mean last get night everyone was, into a room. But last night was such a joke. There's two calls. I mean, what no. is any NFL fan buying this? It feels insane that they're still calling these ridiculous roughing the passer penalties. It's so funny you say that because yeah. even the rules analyst for ESPN last oh, night like, was just like, nope. that's not a penalty. <laughs> Usually the refs kind of back each other. Well, Justin Herbert barely fell on one of them. And then Russell Wilson was still trying to throw the ball and sacked by the waist. And they called it. It's just mistakes. They can't do it anymore. 
Uh, okay, so we'll keep our eye on that situation with uh, more owners if they're going to come out and back Jim Ursay here or if they're going to keep quiet. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, coming up next, a looming court date for Jerry Jones that's not getting a lot of publicity. Amy Dash is Odyssey's sports legal analyst. She is going to join us next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Uh, Maggie, there reports out that they have not had the owners-only session of the owners' meetings for the NFL, which are in New York City today. So the uh, aforementioned Jim Irsay quote about how they can kick out Daniel Snyder if they want to has not been discussed among the owners. So I think so get Jim your Irsay popcorn. Went, went rogue? He went rogue. Get your popcorn, though. Now they have to talk about it. I would love to be a fly on the wall. They kick out everybody, apparently, all the lieutenants. I picture like a sort of godfather like me. Yeah, something like that. They uh, they kick out everybody, and Tanya Snyder, I guess, will be in there. She's representing the Washington Commanders. But this is a an interesting day. I feel like maybe we get a little momentum here that what everybody with common sense thinks should happen, Daniel Snyder should be kicked out of the ownership group. There's no doubt in most fans' minds, in my mind at least, and I think your mind, yeah. maybe it's going to happen. Well, it's interesting that Jim Irsay would come out now and say, you know, yeah. we think there's reason to. And what I think is interesting, and forgive me for being a little bit cynical about this, but I think the toxic work environment, the women who have come forward who have said that he's harassed and, and worse, uh, that, that things that Daniel Snyder had done – well, I think that's important. I hope that's important to the public and all of us would like, you know, him to be removed. I think to the owners, it was actually more the fact that he couldn't get a stadium built, you know, and that he burned so many bridges, no pun intended, with people in Virginia and D.C. and Maryland 
that it's not be it's no longer profitable. You know, oh, not to mention he hid funds from the yeah, other. Yeah, and it was like financial improprieties. Like the toxic work environment, I think, was far down on the list. I um, do think also the the embarrassment. You know, at a certain point, it's a PR crisis. Mm -hmm. And that's another bombshell of how many bombshells uh, been written about Daniel Snyder. Okay, let's turn our attention now to Amy Dash. She's, of course, Odyssey Sports legal analyst and a good friend of the show. And Amy, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, guys. How are you? It's so great to talk with you. Now, this is a story that's gone really under the radar, and we haven't heard a lot about it, but there's a looming court date for Jerry Jones that's coming up in early December. Can you explain what's going on? Yeah, so in a shocking suit that was filed two years ago, but like you said, it's, it's really received like little to no national media coverage. I haven't been able to find it anywhere. Uh, a woman accused him of sexually assaulting her in September 2018 in the Tom Landry Room at AT&T Stadium, essentially in front of a whole host of people, including the former head coach, Jason Garrett, running back Ezekiel Elliott, a bunch of Cowboys players. And the case was dismissed, but what happened is she appealed it, and she also filed a motion in district court for a new trial and reconsideration of the case. So she's got two separate actions pending in an appellate and a district court, and both of them have upcoming dates, November 16th for oral arguments on the appeal to see if she could get another shot. So she's really not backing down from this lawsuit. And I'm just pretty shocked at the discrepancy in coverage between the sexual assault allegations against Jerry Jones, which nobody's covering except me, and the ones against Daniel Snyder. When you think about it, he's being investigated by Congress, investigated by the NFL, potentially investigated by the D.C. Attorney General on the criminal side. And the latest allegations, at least against him, from what I've heard, are that he touched somebody's leg and tried to force them into a, a limousine, you know, more of a harassment. Jerry Jones, on the other hand, was accused of forcibly sticking his tongue in this woman's mouth and grabbing and groping her in front of a room full of people. You know, uh, Amy, sorry, Perloff, one sec. So this, you mentioned that the case was the, this was first brought up in 2018, but it was dismissed. But it wasn't dismissed on, like, the merit. Wasn't it like a technicality about the woman giving her identity? Yeah, so basically Jones's attorney said, uh, you know, in a strange twist, the attorney that brought this case that's representing the woman is the same attorney that sued Jones on behalf of somebody else, an exotic dancer back in 2014, who also accused him of sexual assault. So the attorney said this is, uh, this is a money grab. There, this woman's coming under a pseudonym, Jane Doe. She's anonymous. It's making it impossible for us to defend this. We don't even know who she is. The judge reportedly ordered the woman to amend her pleadings and list her name. A lot uh, very similar to what's going on with the Deshaun Watson case right now. We saw the news that his latest accuser has been ordered to publicly reveal her identity. And she did not do that, and so it ended up getting dismissed. But my understanding is that she did eventually give her name over to Jones and his attorneys as part of a confidential settlement offer that was not accepted. Amy, what do you think this story should mean for Cowboys fans? Is there any chance that this would become an NFL issue and that I, I'm maybe playing down the road, either they would penalize Jones or possibly even take the team away down the road? I just think, you know, this story and the story about the, the settlement by the Cowboys with the cheerleaders, remember I came and discussed that with you guys, $2.5 yeah. million dollars to the four women, and that stayed under wraps for years, too. Nobody found out about it. So the fact that these huge stories that you think everybody would be covering are able to stay quiet for so many years, and there's no accountability or even internal investigation by the NFL, 
But, and believe me, this is not in defense of Dan Snyder. I have no connection to him, no horse in the race, and he's accused of some terrible things, too. But the fact that he's being investigated by so many people over sexual assault allegations, and nobody's investigating this allegation against Jerry Jones, just strikes me as incredibly odd. You know, Amy, the fact that, and Amy Dash is joining us, she's Odyssey Sports legal analyst, and, you know, the fact that this happened in front of so many people, does that help the case or hurt the case or not matter at all? Well, it will matter if the case is revived and she's able to move forward and call some of these players to come and testify, uh, whether they would testify honestly, uh, one would hope, because they're could be a perjury charge associated with lying. But remember, their loyalties are to uh, Jones. If they were even there, you know, some of them may have not been there. Some of them may have been, might have been there and not seen this happen. We don't know. But she did list, you know, even his wife, she said, was in the room at the time, which that also struck me as a weird fact. Wow. Jerry's wife was in the Jerry's room? Wife. She lists Jerry's wife as a witness, a potential witness to this happening. Oh. Okay. I mean, uh, we, it's funny, weird, Amy, right? we've heard so many stories about Jerry Jones through the years, through the, you know, nothing has ever really been proven. There's been some weird pictures on Instagram. Is there, you know, this is going to sound really cynical, but is there almost like a different standard applied to Jerry Jones? We, we have so much fun with his sort of colloquialisms, and he's always been a character. Is it possible people just view Jerry Jones differently than a normal businessman? Not that that's any you, kind you of excuse like, at all. You mean like the dirty old man joke kind of thing? Kind of like Jerry. Jerry's just media. an oddball, you know. And not that that's—I'm not saying that's an excuse, but I feel like the public views Jerry Jones much differently than the other 31 owners. Yeah, I mean, I've seen jokes in that vein of like, oh, well, we already know that Jerry's, you know, sleazy. Some people call him. I don't know him personally. I have no idea what his habits are. But that was also a word that was used in the lawsuit against him. Um, and like I said, he was accused back in 2014. So uh, the one thing I will say about the suit is that his attorneys made the argument that uh, this suit was filed just to get media attention. Meanwhile, nobody picked up the suit in two years, virtually nobody that I saw on a national level. And the woman went so far as to amend her pleadings and continue to refuse to go public with her identity. So if she wanted this to be to garner media attention in the way that they accused her of, she, her uh, publicity-driven lawyer would have gone to the press, and that didn't happen. So, you know, I don't know what the validity of it is, but I do know that she is not giving up without a fight because she's continuing to press on and appeal and, and, and file motions. And it said that she spent thousands of dollars on expert witnesses you know, to detail the damages that she says that she sustained at psychological, emotional, mental, and, and physical. Oh, well, we'll keep our eye on what's going on in Dallas with that. Amy, while we have you, though, we want to ask you about Deshaun Watson because week six just finished up in the NFL. He's eligible to come back in week 11. So this is going to happen and be here before we know it. Yet another woman has come forward now in the Houston area to say that something inappropriate happened during a massage. What can you tell us about that? Well, I don't think it'll affect him in terms of playing because the agreement with the Browns was that anything that sort of fell within a certain time period um, that was at least t told to them, I would hope that he disclosed this to them if he had any knowledge of it, that, you know, that would, and the NFL, I think, was on board with that agreement, too, that there wouldn't be any additional suspension unless things happened after, you know, at a later time. So this was, tw this allegation's back from 2020. 
accusing him of pressuring her to give oral sex. It's unclear if a police report was filed. Um, but again, now this woman has to make a difficult choice. She has to decide, is she going to come forward with her identity? Uh, her attorneys already said there are concerns for her safety because of the high-profile nature of this. And the judge has ordered that she has to come forward. Otherwise, the, the claim will be dismissed, similar to what happened with the Jerry Jones case. So there's a lot of pressure on these people. So I think one of the alternatives that the attorneys are looking at is that her attorney said, we have no problem giving the identity. There's got to be a protective order in place so that the public can't get a hold of her name. Amy, can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Amy Dash is Odyssey Sports legal analyst and good friend of the show. Amy, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. Appreciate it. Never heard a peep about this Jerry Jones thing. Yeah, I remember. Remember the paternity suit that was a I big story that the, last yeah, year. From last year, uh, and and a couple of things, but this specific thing about yeah. something going down in the stadium where he, according to this woman, was acting inappropriately in a room full of people, and never heard that one before. It was filed two years ago. Yeah, I mean, this owner, the whole NFL ownership circle, feels like you really, really have to have a smoking gun to affect anything. And also the other thing, Jerry Jones... Even just, if you have the smoking gun, the, I don't know if it affects anything. Yeah, right. Jerry Jones just turned 80. I think this would be a long legal battle. It's not like they're going to take the Cowboys away from him before he dies, I don't think. I mean, Robert Kraft, look at everything he went through. And he, yeah. he was never close to losing the Patriots. Look at uh, everything right now going on in Miami with Stephen Ross. So yeah, different, but... Yeah. Di totally different, but I'm just saying, like... Just because a owner gets in trouble, like they can fight back legally Listen, for a long, long time. Dan Snyder has been Dan fighting Snyder back for, for two decades for so long, and now finally today, if you're just joining us, Jim Ursay, uh, of all people, a Colts owner, came out and said he believes there is merit to remove Daniel Snyder, and now this is going to yeah. continue. Well, I don't know if of all people, it seems like Jim Ursay might be the frankest owner amongst the owners now. But Very I've never, active on Twitter, that guy. Never heard an owner rip his quarterback as <laughs> soundly as Jim Ursay ripped Carson Wentz. So I think Jim Ursay is like, ah, I'm going to let it all hang out at this point yeah, in my life. you know, you're right. Not exactly the Roonies and the Maras, you know. A little no, bit different no, no, no. approach. Actually, yeah, if we were going to look at all the owners, like who's going to come out against Snyder first? Ursay, in a weird way, makes some sense yeah, because he doesn't hold public. back. Right. Yeah, he doesn't hold back at all. Jerry doesn't hold back either, but he he obviously has deep ties to Snyder. He came out and said, me and Snyder are fine, even though the reports they're not. I don't even want to touch that one. Man, I mean, I'm just curious if Snyder is going to make good on these threats that he has dossiers on six of the owners and that he's got dirty laundry on people. Ooh. I mean, by the way, imagine if the team is sold to Jeff Bezos, who has owns Amazon, yeah. has digital records on every human being on the planet. Can you imagine a dossier he could put together <laughs> on people? Yes, he definitely knows my order history. Uh, yes. Yeah, a lot of returns, quite frankly. <laughs> a lot yeah. of things, a lot of impulse buys and a like, lot of returns. If we say something negative about the Washington Commanders, all of a sudden that uh, blender <laughs> is going to be three days late. <laughs> yeah, your Amazon uh, Prime has now been yeah, canceled permanently. Conflict of interest. I can't even imagine what's going on there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to get on that guy's bad side. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, oh, the best trash talk we have heard. Now this is intimidating. <laughs> oh, no. You are going to want to stick around for that. Bottom of the hour, time for a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Maggie and Perloff. Well, <laughs> I can tell Perloff's becoming more and more nervous as the show's gone on. About what? We're getting closer and closer to first pitch <laughs> of the NLCS between the Phillies and the Padres. That's happening, of course, in San Diego. Um, I have a lot more to be nervous about than that, Maggie. I also <laughs> have the 76ers Celtics tonight. Yeah, I that's have... just game one of 82, though. This is this is no one expected the Phillies to be yeah. in the playoffs, quite frankly, and now here they are in the NLCS. Going to be totally honest, I don't feel nervous about this. It feels like an undeserved treat, this playoff <laughs> run, because they didn't have that many wins. They were in the 80s. Honestly, I'm not nervous. Well, it... if you were going to feel intimidated, I got a little something <laughs> for you. Because these fans in San Diego do not mess around. Billy going down to yellow and brown. That's what's in. Padres on the loose. Let's go, Goose. That's what's in. Bryce gonna lose and Manny's gonna cruise. That's what's in. Give Philly no slack and send them back. That's what's in. I blame everybody. I blame everybody for making that happen. <laughs> There's like six dudes who are in that video making this ridiculously embarrassing video, and not one person said, guys, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah, I love it. I am so jealous <laughs> of, of this dad humor right here. It is a, it's just a crew of fun-loving Padres fans. Uh, but you're right. It, it's an amazing feat because it makes the Phillies fans more likable in comparison, which is hard to do. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, you're not going to go that far? No, I can't go that far. But that's, that's what's in. I, don't, I think they're saying that's something. what's it. Oh, is that, that's what it? <laughs> I mean, to reference the goose, the, the, the poor goose that landed on the field. That's the Padres a, timely, Dodgers. It's a timely lyric. <laughs> <laughs> That was awful. Wait, is it that's what's it? Okay, or in? Don't play it again. I got to hear it again. I got to hear it again, Stu. I'm sorry. You got to play. Philly going down to yellow and brown. That's what's in. I don't know. Padres on the loose. Let's go, goose. That's what's in. Oh, you're right. It is that's what's in. But, all right. I don't know what that means. Did you hear one of the guys go the other one, slow down in the middle of it? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Slow it down. Slow it down. I know you're excited. This rap's going way too fast. I'm putting rap in air quotes. Slow it down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's great. We want to milk this. We're on the San Diego morning show. We got to make sure we get really get our full five minutes here. Slow it down, Bill. Oh, man. Slow it down. I just love... A little I, too crazy. I would love to see Rob Manfred's honest reaction to the Padres and the Phillies being the National League Series. And, oh, is he pulling for the Yankees right now? Because <laughs> imagine like a Guardians-Padres World Series. I, I Listen, I think you never awesome. know what's going to make a classic. But if you're asking me from the league office point of view, I get what you're saying there. These guys, 
I feel bad for these guys because I'm sure off camera when these dads are Why do you feel bad for them? Like, They're on Good Morning San Diego. That's a dream. <laughs> isn't that the show that Ron Burgundy owns? <laughs> I was thinking, isn't that Good Morning San Diego? No, it was in the evening. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was the evening show. But <laughs> A squirrel that water skis. <laughs> oh, I've seen everything now. <laughs> <laughs> but I just imagine slightly off camera are just a bunch of teenage kids with their hands, just yeah. a head in their hands, just so immortally embarrassed. Listen, Maggie, that's what these guys know what's in. <laughs> what is that's what's in? Even I don't mean? know. Is that like the rallying cry for the Padres? You that's think, what's in. You think Manny Machado's singing that? That's what's in. Yikes. I like their, you can't see it on the radio. Their dance moves are, I, I could do these moves. That's how <laughs> bad they are. Moves. Just picture Kirk Cousins doing the gritty and, and the baseball equivalent of that. Yeah. I really have to wonder, like, how do they decide, all right, you guys get to hold the flag. You just, like, dance awkwardly in the back while these guys hold the flag. And then this guy yeah. in the very, very yeah. back with the Padres. Yeah. Like, how do they decide which idiot move they're going to do? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's tough. Draw straws, maybe? I'm not sure. That big guy in the back's the hype guy. He's like, you just, you know, you just be present, dude. Yeah, the one guy in the windbreaker or the other guy in the windbreaker? <laughs> the, guy guy in the, the windbreaker? <laughs> the guy in the that, cargo shorts. In the shorts. cargo shorts? The oh, cargo right. shorts in the windbreaker. Uh, honestly, too, one of the guys is not even wearing any Padres gear. Yeah, I don't even know if he knows what's going on. They just pulled him <laughs> off the street. The guy in the back on the right, he's not wearing anything Padres. I love I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know about how that guy snuck into. San Diego. Oh, no, that's their, that's their City Connect. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Bad job the light me. blue and pink, yeah. Oh, no, no, that guy I know. The the City Connect. I'm talking about the guy to the right of him who's wearing the brown hat. Oh, that, that might be a Padre windbreaker. Is it a Padre windbreaker? That's what they're selling at the merch store? I, I love right. the Padres uniforms. I'm a big fan. I don't know if I'm bragging about the yellow and the brown. That sounds a little gross. <laughs> but basically, I, I just think the, the way that they've kind of uh, embrace the seventiesness of their whole thing. Yeah, no, it's I, pretty cool. The uniforms are cool. Uh, listen, people are gonna think I'm being salty about the Padres because they beat my Mets. No, I'm being salty because these dads just embarrassed every member of their family on oh live television. God. That's what's in. <laughs> I didn't even remember they beat Although, the Mets. I felt like last season was so long ago. Think about it. What if you lose to these guys? I, mean, I know you yeah. said you're playing with house Ooh. money. You don't care, but you can't lose to those dancing dads. Well, I mean, the the alternative is the Philly guys who are basically, I mean, who knows what kind of videos are going to come out about our, our <laughs> so, fans. What kind of animal poop are people yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, after that World Series? Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, they are vaseline up the streetlights so people don't climb. Philadelphia is having a hard time right now, so I have no idea. It, it's, it doesn't feel like, it's honestly, like if you go to Philly right now, I hate to say it, they're talking about the 6-0 Eagles. It's a big deal. Of course they are. So yeah. I've got one prediction. The NBA season is going to tip off tonight. Yeah. I've just got one prediction for you. And I'm going to take this because I don't know if you'd even say it. And I know we talk a lot lately about Philadelphia. I yes. promise if you're just a, a new listener to the show, I promise we don't talk about Philly this much. It just happens that Perloff's Phillies and the Eagles are a story. And the 76ers tip off tonight. Uh, first of all, James Harden showed up to the game today in slippers. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good or bad omen for the season for a guy who's accused of not giving 100% to show up to the game literally in slippers. Um, I think Joel Embiid's going to win the MVP. Oh, he's definitely winning the MVP. Yeah. I'm going to take it a step further. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, getting a really stinking suspicion the 76ers are going to win it all this year. Wow. I didn't know if you were going to touch the money like that before the I, season started. I know, I know. Uh I think that just you've seen enough decay in the top teams around the NBA 
And Tyrese Maxey's like a third superstar. You have to admit, and I admit it, you're tempted too, because it does feel like a lot of things are coming into place for that team. I don't know about the coaching. That worries me a little bit, but I feel like this could be the year just because everyone else seems like they're in trouble. It just depends. How much do you need out of Harden? What's that going to be like? But the reason why I think he's going to win the MVP is because I think we've seen this throughout history, the makeup call. Yeah, yeah. This happens all the time in the NBA when it comes to MVP voting. Someone who should have gotten it one year didn't get it, and then the next year is a makeup call. We yeah. saw Kevin Garnett get a makeup call. Dirk Nowitzki got a makeup call. This has happened many times. Oh, and also, Kobe. too, uh, the guy Joker and Embiid—they all going to have 28 points and 11 rebounds. If Embiid's healthy, he's going to have amazing stats. So you're right; that's a it's perfect reason. Just about health, because yeah. I think that Embiid and Joker were so close last year. You know, it really was so tight. You could have gone either way. The fact they gave the back-to-back to Joker—he could have an excellent season. But the voter fatigue is real. I think MVP is such a loser award, though. I mean, in, in all seriousness. It's obviously a regular season award. I think it goes against the whole competitive nature of sports. Michael Jordan did care at all about the regular season. It's about winning the playoffs, so they're picking the well, Joker. Michael Jordan cared about the regular season. He played 82 games. How many times in his career? But his, Tons. But his success was only defined by his postseason. Well, and we do that. Yeah, and I just think the, the MVP, like, Joker had no chance of winning a title in either of his MVP years. So I think the the voters are embarrassed by that. They don't like voting guys in. They don't like when they voted Dirk in and they lost in the first round. But I I honestly think the Sixers are really complete. What's the flaw there? I forget James Harden. He's what going to be the third option there. I don't think you need well, James. Well, it's Embiid's health. I don't okay, but I don't think you need James Harden to be a superstar with that team. I think they they've lined up to be pretty good. I don't understand why the Celtics are favored. What is it? Well, they're really good. They just were in the finals last year. Yeah. Yeah. They were leading in the finals. Didn't they take a 2 1 lead? Last year was a weird year. I don't know. Milwaukee was hurt last year. Uh, I I think the Sixers are better this year. I think they're going to be really good. They might be better. Milwaukee's going to be good, though. My NBA hot take, yeah, they scare me a lot. Uh, The race to the bottom is going to be more interesting than the race to the top. We know about Victor. The race to the bottom is going to be very interesting. Let me give you four teams. The Rockets are so all in on the number one pick. They have been working for this for years. The Thunder, of course, lost Chet Holmgren. Well, They're and they've be... been tanking for the last three seasons. The Jazz yeah. are in a full-on tank and want Wembenyama yep. so bad. Trade away Gobert and um, Spider Mitchell. So here's a team that some people think is going to be good. I think the Orlando Magic are one of the worst basketball teams I've ever seen last year. I think they could be sneaky bad <laughs> next year and really get into play there. Wow. Oh, Samter reminding you, the Spurs are also raced to the bottom. Yes. This, you know, but don't, don't, aren't they going to accidentally win some games? No. Greg Popovich came out when, and said earlier this season, do not go to Vegas and bet on our game. <laughs> I know, but can they really screw it up like the Rockets and the Thunder and the Jazz? Don't, don't forget how the Spurs dynasty began, right? Like in 97, David Robinson got hurt, so they tanked for the number one pick, got yep. Tim Duncan, yep. and then they started a dynasty. Was yep. Pop there at that time? Yeah. I, I think that was Pop, actually. Yeah. Was it really? So he's been there that long. Wow. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Um, Popovich can definitely pull this off. Really? If you that's can a good win, point. If he did lose. it then, that's a great point. Um, and yeah, the, the race to the bottom is going to be interesting, but they also flatten the odds. So it's not just as simple as having the worst record because now everyone yeah, has yeah, a 15% yeah. chance or whatever. So, so, all those so for the record, it was actually Brian Hill started the season, got fired 15 games in or 18 games in, and Pop finished it, and he's been there ever since. So wait, um... Are there other big draft picks besides Wembenyama? Yes, Scoot Henderson is the other one. 
He's that big a... Yeah. He's big. Uh, Wembenyama said, if it wasn't for me being born, Scoot Henderson might have a shot at the number one pick. I was like, damn, that is cold, but it's also in a second language, so I don't think he meant it that way. It, it feels like there's a two and then everybody else. Like, Wembenyama is the cream for sure, but, like, if you land Scoot, it's kind of like LeBron or Dwayne Wade. Like, you're still getting a you know star in that draft or something. Mm. But yeah. it feels like we have too many teams vying for No, everyone's for going to the bottom. Um can I quickly update you guys on uh, so a story that we had gotten to last week? I know I didn't leave a lot of time for this, but do you remember we talked about the poker scandal where the woman was accused of cheating on the live stream where someone thought that she had like some kind of vibrating device somewhere on her person and was watching the live stream and giving her clues so that she knew that she had a winning hand and she called even though the cards that were on the table, no one would have ever gone in the way she did. I know you can tell I'm not a huge poker person, but you get what I'm saying, right? Her name was Robbie Jade Lou. Turns out she just passed a lie detector test. Boom. Turns out she might not have been cheating. She passed the lie detector, but she already gave the money back from the like quarter of a million dollars that was in the pot. Wow. Should she get that money back? She won wow. the money fair and square, and now she passed a lie detector test saying that she that she wasn't wearing some kind of device on herself. Who administered the lie detector? Is it her side or the other side? It, I'm looking at it right now. It's Las Vegas Polygraph and Investigation, a computerized polygraph service. I've got her name. I've got all this stuff here. It's legit, man. Stu's laughing at that name. That sounds like the <laughs> least legit foundation that ever Las existed. Vegas Polygraph and Investigations. I'm seeing their address. One, two, three, North. Nine. I don't want to say that on the air. But it's out right out here on the internet. They've Wait, got a is phone their address number. really like one, two, three? But I would Dude, hope. they have a fax machine. Of course this is legit. Is their phone think... number 555-555-4455? It's a four X's at the end. Like, I, I blank out your social security number. Would you hope a professional poker player can beat a lie detector test? Listen. They're professional bluffers, Maggie. You can't buy that. She, I think she deserves to get the money back. Uh, we got to go. Thank you, Mike Samter. Thank you, Stu Kovacs, Marlo Donahue, everyone on radio and TV. We appreciate you so much. We're back tomorrow, y'all. See you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 